What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Milk, Honey, and Cocoa podcast. All right. I'm so excited y'all brought y'all motherfucking asses back to listen to episode one. Okay. But before we get started, I need y'all do something for me. One. I need you to go to your kitchen, get your wine glass, pour up your Moscato, pour up your red wine, or if y'all like that that sangria, whatever you like, go ahead and pour that up right now, okay? Because I have mine with me, and I will be sipping as I'm running my mouth, okay? All right, uh, lastly, guys, before we get started, though, I do need y'all to interact with your girl. I've been all on Twitter asking for y'all to talk to me, begging for y'all to talk to me. I need y'all to interact with me. So that way I could talk about shit that y'all want to talk about and talk about it on here. So definitely go ahead and head over to our Twitter. It's going to be at Milk Honey Cocoa. All right. And then I need you to, from there, get on your Instagram app. Okay. Get off your Twitter fingers. Get on your Instagram app. And go ahead and add us at Milk, Honey, and Cocoa Podcast. At Milk, Honey, and Cocoa Podcast. Y'all, Cocoa is spelled like the real Cocoa, C-O-C-O-A, baby. Right? Uh, now, if you're just a traditional a traditional hot girl and you like to use the website thing, go on our website as well. On our website, you can see our email you can even talk to me via website as well you'll put your name put what you want to talk about you could put in there if you want to stay anonymous that's perfectly fine with me our website is the milk honey and cocoa podcast.com the milk honey cocoa podcast.com all right so we are gonna go ahead and get started but before we do all right i need you guys to check out this quick 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 like real quick ad really quickly and we'll be back with the shits hey friend first off where have you been what are you up to girl i haven't heard from you in a long time I know you're going through some things and I just definitely want to let you know that you are still that motherfucking bitch girl. What's up everybody? And just like that, we wiggity wiggity back. We oh oh okay, let me shut up. I did I did start sipping my wine already like maybe an hour ago. <laughs> no, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Super excited. Again, you are listening to the Milk Honey and Cocoa podcast. Right, so I hope y'all y'all asses really did head over to our Twitter because I really do need to talk to y'all. Like, I need us to be like in communications, okay? Um, but as you kind of got the vibe, this is episode freaking one, and the name of this episode is called Self Love the Religion. Okay, that shit is serious. All right, so before we get started though, like I promised y'all, like I'm gonna be we're gonna start these episodes off right. I'm going to start this episode matching an energy that I am on, all right? So I'm going to go ahead and say a positive affirmation that matches what I'm feeling right now, all right? And I need you guys to repeat after me. So pick up your wine glass, all right? Don't drink it just yet. We're going to drink. We're going to toast to after I say the affirmation, all right? I love myself with all my flaws and imperfections, my successes and my compassion, my passions and dreams, 
my gifts and talents. I love myself the way I am. Now you can sip your shit, girl. Sip your wine. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I, I, you know, we have to start say those affirmations to remind ourselves and just manifest it. Like, if you're not a believer and the things that you say, you manifest those things, those things come to pass, then you better get with it because literally you, you, you have to... We always say, let's speak that into existence. Let's speak it. Let's work for it. Let's pray on it. Like, that's what we're doing. Like, you, when you talk about it, you be about it. And there's no better way than to be about something like how you feel about yourself. Even if you know deep down, you may not really, in the beginning, like, think those things about yourself. Like, let's just be real. Let's keep it a mean. Like, being a fucking human being is not always peaches and cream. We're not always a positive person. But... The shit gets dark sometimes. Like sometimes you don't feel too hot. You don't feel those feelings about yourself like you want to. But if you speak those things, then you you know you'll start to see your behavior towards yourself, towards others, really, really happen. Okay. So how what made me want to talk about self-love? Right. Like, of course, it seems cliche. It's like, girl, I didn't heard a million and one fucking people talk about like self-love. Well, as I'm like going through this journey, as far as like, you know, working towards becoming a therapist and even like sitting down with my uh, practicum supervisor and basically like getting therapy myself and just what I'm learning in class, like that's an important piece in and evolving. And, you know, people name it and you say certain things, but you have to know yourself and not just yourself, but as human beings, we have to know ourselves, where we come from, like who the fuck we come from, like what makes us us. And then being okay with who we are. So I feel like that's like the foundation. And that's why I put self-love the religion, because the way that, you know, people follow religion, the way that you show discipline when it comes to God, when it comes to any sort of discipline, that's how serious, like, you should want to nurture and pour into, like, truly, truly loving and knowing yourself, okay? And so, I'm going to break that down because some people might be like, girl, the religion, like, no, my religion is different. That's God. Like, that's God. It's different. But it's really not. It's really not because, you know, if we truly believe that, like, you know, the higher being and higher power of God is within us, then the way that we treat ourselves, we need to treat ourselves in a godly manner, you know, and treating yourself in a godly manner is truly loving who you are with your flaws and all. You know, treat doing right by other people. I mean, all of that. So anyway, so back to that, back to my journey. Because self-love is something that is like a lifelong journey. Like at my old age, at 25, I am just now like starting to really come into the woman that I kind of featured and wanted to see myself being, if that makes sense. And I feel like there's still more about me that I'm going to learn and love because, you know, we change and we evolve and you have to continue to work and nurture that. Just like any relationship, you love somebody, you continue to try to grow it and nurture it and do things to spice it up and 
you want to learn everything about that person, well, it's the same way for your freaking self. All right. And so I guess you could say my journey to self-love started with my insecurities, my insecurities. My journey with self-love started a long time before I even fathomed to even want to fucking think about self-love. Like what? I love myself. That's what we tell ourselves when we fucking 15, 16. I love myself. I get myself cute. I, you know, I hang out with my friends. I love myself. That's loving myself. But, you know, my journey probably really, really started uh, through realizing what my insecurities were. And I guess that starts off as early as, okay, we could pick something like as early as freshman year in college. And it may seem, like I said, it may sound cliche, but you really start to put things in perspective and make things come back full circle when you go, when you take a minute to sit down and think about what the fuck you've been going through and the shit that's going on in your life. So anyhow, I mean, my first experience with understanding my journey with self-love will have to be just simple shit, things that we're insecure, insecure about, you know, not coming from a rich family. That's one. You get insecure about that. But then... You start to understand like the benefits of that, you know, and then being in college, you know, I I was basically a first gen college student. So it was uncomfortable for me not being able to really talk to my mama about like, all right, so this is what I'm going through at school or this is what's going on with school or, or you know, them Greeks and what's that and this and that. And so, uh. I started to really dig deep and, and learn more about like my culture and just I found things to cling on to, you know, um, so to speak, like looking into shit that I guess, quote unquote, woke shit, you know, like looking into true history and all of that. And that's when I began my journey on wanting to become natural. And so nobody talks about that shit. But when you are transitioning, are you like in the beginning when if you've been had perms all your life and you always, you know, then yeah, but if you've been natural your whole life, then that's something that that's that's a sense of confidence that you know you probably don't even notice. But anyhow, I'm going through my shit and I'm really having to learn to love myself with my own the way that my fucking hair grows out of my scalp. It's crazy, you know. And so by this time, I'm transferring to an HBCU, so I'm really learning more about blackness and how diverse blackness is, and. You know, at this, also at the same time, I'm single. I've been single for like hella long. Situationships don't count because those devalue like your self love too. Like you start like, dang, I can't even tell this nigga how I really feel because we ain't really to get. It just confuses you. And so that probably was my first journey is accepting myself, my whole self, natural and becoming confident in my natural. So that happens, right? A couple months pass by, I am proud natural. And I'm really starting, and through being natural, I'm starting to love other things about myself. You know, I'm starting to love my figure the way that God gave it to me, even though we all say, okay, I'm gonna go give me some money, give me some ass, whatever. I still say that sometimes anyway, but at this time, I'm still confident. Like, I know I can still bag these niggas. I can still bag your nigga. Like, I, you know, I'm feeling myself. You know, I'm really starting to love how I look. Like, being black is lit. My beautiful chocolate skin is lit and being around other black people that it helped me with that on a level of, you know, on the mature sense. You know, of course, you grew up, we grew up around black people when you're in high school, but it's a little bit different. You, you know, everybody is shallow in high school and everybody, 
has these ideals of what beauty is um, until you really start to love who you are, which is beauty. So yeah, my that's like one of my insecurities that you know you get over. And so then, you know, fast forward, you know, it's shitty relationships or not all shitty, but relationships without substance, just all of that, going through all of that. And now that fast forwards me to, you know, pursuing pursuing my uh, career in counseling. And a lot of that, what you, what you do when you're trying to be a therapist, trying to be a counselor is reflecting within your own self. And this is where my insecurity part two comes in. I was every assignment or me doing family and marriage and counseling classes for those. It forces you to dig fucking deep, man. It forces you to dig deep and look at your family background and where you come from. To You have to understand why you are the way you are, because then you can't understand somebody else if you don't understand yourself at least at the bare minimum, okay? So that was uncomfortable for me. That was uncomfortable for me. And I had to relearn things that the way that I felt like I was raised and I was mistreated and, and you know, treated. And I had to kind of re-appreciate certain events and things that had happened before I was even thought of. You know, it made me face those things that I didn't want to talk about, you know? I didn't want to talk about the trauma in my family that I really didn't barely know about or the secrets that I kind of know about, but nobody talks about stuff in my family. So I was something I was insecure about, you know, in my previous relationships, I wouldn't want to dig deep into my side of my family. Like I never really like talked about it, but I'm always, listen, I always was intrigued. Like for the most part, like, you know, my guy, because I was talking to and dating, like for the most part, like they had big families. And so I always would just deflect and everyone talk about my family or my family issues because I was ashamed of it. I was I was ashamed and it made me feel insecure that, you know, my relationship with my mom is how, you know, how it was or how it is or, you know, it's imperfect, but I still love her. And or, you know, vice versa, same with my dad. And so that was where my another one of my insecurities lie. But then my family, I had to learn to appreciate things in my family to appreciate like myself and my behaviors to understand, oh, okay, Jada, that's why you're that way. Because that's, this is what happened with your mom. This is what happened with your dad. This is what happened and why they raised you the way they did and their mistakes. And so there's nothing to be ashamed about because that doesn't affect the type of woman that you want to be, that you want to be moving forward. It just affects, you know, why you may have made certain decisions. So that's insecurity number two. Okay, so now I'm, I'm grown as hell. Like this, this shit is hitting me like a fucking brick in the face. Every class, every time, like you secretly go home and you secretly like you cry a little bit because you like, oh, like I didn't know that all of this, all of this had correlated and, and had something to do with one another. Um, and so that's really what really sparked. Okay. I need to dig deep. Like, who the fuck am I? Like, what do I want out of life? You know, why, why do I want to help somebody else? What's going to, what's going to be my purpose? And that kind of leads me to, and if you're listening, shout out to you. If you're listening, hey, shout out to you. Uh, but shout out to my, 
practicum supervisor, you know, I aspire to be her, like her one day, seriously. Uh, but, you know, um, Dana, shout out to you, girl. I'm talking about you now, but I'm going to just leave that with the world, you know, all in the business. Um, but definitely, uh, she definitely, you know, counseled me in a way with, with me learning from her and through her, she basically was counseling me. And I really had to reflect and look into myself big time, big deep about me. Okay, so if you want to be like this with a client, then I need to see what would you think or what is in your shoes. And so it really forced me to really learn some things about myself. And through that, you know, I learned about codependency. And I was going through certain things and whether it was with family, relationship things. And I had to accept that I, well, I wouldn't even want to say suffer, but I, that is something that I am working on is my codependency. All right. So if you are someone who you feel like, okay, what the fuck is codependency? Codependency is basically when you are relying on others for all of your emotional and self-esteem needs, okay, for to make you feel good about yourself and to make you feel like, you know, that's going to be your end-all, be-all is someone else's feelings, someone else's thoughts, and someone else's actions, and I didn't even realize it. You know, I would get so mad with certain people in my life. And I'm just going to, you know, refrain from saying certain names, but family, you know, relation. I get so mad because I'm like, this person did this to me. This person is making me feel like this when they do this. And then I have to reel it back. And it just had made me realize like, okay, but why are you allowing it to affect you that way? And so um, if you feel like, okay, you may just look it up, go Google codependency and look it up and read the symptoms. And you may be someone that suffers from codependency. Okay. But once I start to learn about that and I really start to pay attention to my behaviors, I really start to realize I need to love myself. I need to love myself so much to where I don't internalize. Okay. If somebody going to do me like that, all right, I can't. I can't change with their, their actions. I can't change what they feel. I only can control what I can control. And so that plays a lot of part into making me really appreciate myself and love myself wholeheartedly. Um, I really start to focus in on things that I like, things that I want to do, things that I don't like. You know, I am started to learn that I like to kind of have some downtime and some alone time. Like I'm not, you know, even though I'm extremely social and I love to be around people at the end of the day, I have like a, a time that runs out and I need for me, for me to function successfully. I need that time to myself to recharge and give back to, to giving. Cause that's what I inevitably, that's what I love to do. I love to give, I like to help, but so that I require that recharging. And so you know, I've grown up not really whenever I had issues, I was able to just be by myself and be in my own thoughts. And that made me feel comfort. I feel find comfort in that. And that's OK. You know, that's OK for me to do that. OK. Um, another thing on why I'm saying as far as self-love and we should treat it as a religion, because I believe that if self-love is truly the foundation, that's where we should we need to start to let everything else trickle into effect like a domino effect. You know, with loving yourself, it requires you to take care of yourself, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, understanding what are your triggers, understanding things that may trigger you. 
And so you, one, have to do that. Two, physically, yeah, take care of yourself. You know, if you know there's certain things as far as like if you want to work out, if you want to eat better, or if you want to like whatever it is, a lot of things that we intake, like a lot of music that we intake, we don't understand the power of our, our words, the power of our mouth. And so when we do that, when we say those things and intake those certain things, you know, we might be fruishing certain things upon ourselves that we don't even know. So be mindful of that. And lastly, like, don't just work on self. Self-love is not something that you can just work on in a matter of, okay, just for today or one day. It's literally an everyday thing. And that's why I call it religion, because you have to eat, sleep, and breathe self-love. You have to wake up and understand that your day is not going to be perfect, that your life is not going to be perfect. But at the end of the day, you did the best that you can and you're doing the best that you can and you love yourself through it all. No matter the relationship, no matter family issues, no matter what's going on at work, like you know that you're doing all that you can do to love yourself. Self-love is caring for other people, doing right by people, doing right by people that you don't even care for, just doing right because then it's going to all tie back into you. You know, I truly believe that if we really are practicing self-love like it is a religion, things that's when things in our lives seem to feel better, even if it's not perfect, life is going better. But when we're not taking care of ourselves, that's when it seems like all this bad shit is starting to happen. And I think the highest, the strongest connection that you can have with God, truly, if God is within us, is to treat yourself in a godly manner and love yourself unconditionally. And that brings me to this next point. We, if you truly believe in self-love, you need to believe in the principle of universe exchange. That shit is so freaking real. Because when you dish out so much good in the world, you dish out good, you treat people nice, you treat people kind, you're genuine, like you're not nasty. That shit comes back around to you. It really does. It really, really, really does. But uh, just, you know, I really want us to dive into that, you know, love your mother freaking self like nobody is. Because in the end of the day, that all ties into everything else that you want to do in your life. That shit ties all together. All right. So like I told y'all, I'm going to be doing, um, you know, song of the week, what I'm listening to. Um, also going to be doing like maybe like whatever of the week, book of the week, a takeaway message, whatever. So one, all right. Book of the week. This is something that has something to do with the episode. All right. You can definitely uh, find this book online. The name of the book is called Codependent No More by Melody Betty. Okay. I need you guys to go ahead and Google that and take a look at that. Okay. Um, Affirmation of the week. If you get up and say this every single day for the next couple of days, I am worthy of my own love and affection. And today is a great time to mother freaking start. All right. Today, I'm going to say that again. I am worthy of my own love and affection. And today, okay, is a great time to start. All right. Um, What's going to be the song of the week? I'm actually going to let this mug ride out. No, I'm not going to let it ride out. I'm going to let you guys listen to it, and then we can talk about it. But make sure you guys add us on Twitter so we can talk. Talk to me about how you feel about codependency once you Googled it, okay? 
at me and say, girl, I think that's me. Or dang, what are some things, you know, these are some things I need to work on for my codependency. All right. Song of the week is going to be Love Me Right by Amber Mark. All right. Love Me Right, Amber Mark. All right, y'all. It's been amazing. I've truly, truly, truly um, enjoyed this episode. Uh, I love you guys. And be tuned in for a couple more awesome episodes. Um, I really, really can't wait for my friends to join me. All right. It's going to be lit. All right. They're going to have it lit in here. Um, But definitely make sure you guys at me on Twitter. Let me know what you think. Bye. Ooh.